This is the weekly sales meeting for December 4th, 2022. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is fair. Fair is often one-sided. We believe in fairness. It seems like a no-brainer. Everyone should have equal opportunity to both succeed and fail based on their own efforts. We were all taught this as children. It is why we have rules and learn to play by them. We may have been taught the wrong word for parity. We learned the wrong word that stood for equal treatment. We should have been taught equitable, not fair. Fairness is subjective. Fair is arrived at from a personal vantage point. We all look at fair from our own point of view. Fair to me means everything goes my way. That seems very fair to me. Equitable is not subjective. Its meaning is fair and impartial. And that last part of the descriptor is what sets it apart. It distinguishes equitable from fair, as equity removes personal involvement and gives it a defining lens. Cartoonists Brent Parker and Johnny Hart in their BC strip first coined the golden rule, he who has the gold makes the rules. And that is fair to the gold holder and unfair to everybody else. Most think in a similar fashion. It is free enterprise for everyone else, but everything should be free for us. I belong to a neighborhood social media group. As I'm sure happens where you live, there's almost a daily ask for someone looking for some kind of service. And that service needs to be for a, quote, reasonable price, of course, meaning that the person arrived at what they thought the job was worth before calling an expert. After calling an expert, found out the actual price was four times the perceived amount. And now that price is unfair. We arrived at the pricing commitment from our own fair point of view. There was no prior knowledge, there was no market input, and then cried poverty as we thought the price was somehow unfair. Sound familiar? The idea of fairness gives us a false sense of security. Our expectation is that the playing field is level, but our experience tells us this is not the case. Yet we still approach everything with wide-eyed optimism. When we meet someone new and begin to work with them for the very first time, we give them the benefit of the doubt. We hearken back to the time when we first learned about fairness. Our thought is our new friend will behave as he or she has been taught, and we are often surprised when they act in the opposite fashion. Writer and businessman Harvey McKay says life isn't fair. It's true, you still have to deal with it. Whining about it rarely levels the playing field, but learning to rise above it is the ultimate reward. And that is our challenge, to deal with the negative impact of imbalance and still push forward to create our own positive reality. Now, there are some areas that are completely inequitable. When we look at American politics, we can see the optics are wrong. It is the haves and have-nots. A class of rule makers against we the people. And it doesn't matter which part of the political divide you are on. Those elected have one purpose and one purpose only. To get re-elected. They want to keep the gravy train rolling for themselves. And I'm quite sure they believe that to be fair. It is the lens from which they look. It is their own personal view. Look at professional athletes versus professional teachers. There is an income inequality gap there so wide seven aircraft carriers can fit through it, and their impact on society as a whole is in reverse. So yes, life is not fair. Top social media influencer Robert McGill claims the world is not fair, and often fools, cowards, liars, and the selfish hide in high places. But what can we change about the rules? A social justice piece this is not, more so a dose of reality. In the world, the rules are what they are. So what are we going to do to help ourselves? One of the current Georgia senators is Reverend Raphael Warnock. He says when you are accustomed to privilege, 
Parity and equity and equality may feel like oppression. Those that sit in the rulemaking positions have no intent on giving up their thrones. So the onus is on us to work to achieve what we can tolerate. Our compass is off when we are looking for a fair situation. We should, instead, look for equitable, one where there is a sense of balance. One where we are not taking advantage of any given situation, but one where we are working in concert with our opponent to find a solution. One where both parties can feel like they have a win. The 1980s idea of winners and losers does not make for good long-term business partners. When one party declares victory at the expense of the other, good luck getting another transaction done. It won't happen on either side as the battle lines are clear and drawn. Playwright Arthur Miller wrote in Death of a Salesman, Never fight fair with a stranger, boy. You'll never get out of the jungle that way. In our naivete, we often expect everyone will not lie, cheat, or steal. But everyone enters the fray from their own point of view and makes decisions based on that light. So the outcomes they seek are also selfish. And we weren't taught that when we were first exposed to the idea of fairness. We were taught these are the rules. We should follow them, they told us. But what they didn't tell us is there is no governor for those that do not, save for rare instances. Especially those in high places, they get away with it in plain sight. We, the people, all have to play by the rules. And I try to keep people that lie, cheat, and steal from me to a minimum. This idea of equity should be the better lesson. It is better if everyone was treated with the same difference according to the rulebook of life. Actress Lauren Bacall claimed in Hollywood an equitable divorce settlement means each party getting 50% of the publicity. Now, she was referencing divorce, but if she were talking about anything else, the same rules could apply. Everyone share in the glory and the unrest. Rather than fairness, it would be equity. Equitable is measurable on any scale, while fairness has a self-imposed regulator. Its self-measure glazes the outcome. What we should have learned as children now becomes evident as adults. Life is a seesaw that never quite balances in the middle. As the former late-night talk show host and comedian Johnny Carson often joked, if life was fair, Elvis would be alive and all the impersonators would be dead. But such is the reality we have to learn to navigate. We can't go back to the beginning and learn a new set of rules. The next best thing could be to start from where we are now and begin to look at everything from an equity standpoint. Asking the question, is the equity balanced or imbalanced? That could be a simple litmus test for every transaction. Today, Kathleen Kennedy is the president of Lucasfilms Limited. In the 1980s, she was a founder of Amblin Entertainment, along with Frank Marshall, her husband, and a director named Spielberg. She was one of the producers of the blockbuster movie E.T., among other notable credits. She says in the creative community, there's no excuse for not making a more equitable environment. If she can do it, so can we. We have our own optics to view fairness. And we oftentimes believe everything is tilted against us. Cartoonist Bill Watterson is famous for creating Calvin and Hobbes. He said, I know the world isn't fair, but why isn't it ever unfair in my favor? For most, I would argue more things break in our favor than against us if we are working hard on our own behalf. When we sit on the sidelines crying, woe is me, that is when everything comes crashing down. I've had my share of successes and failures, but more the former than the latter. The reason is I understand the imbalance and fairness and seek instead to find equity. Where everyone wins, not only one side. That is a recipe for success. It is a path to ensure a brighter future for you. Strive for equitable, as fair is more often subjective, thus one-sided. 
My new book, You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room, Nor Should You, is now available on Audible as an audiobook download. If you've liked what you've heard here today, please consider downloading a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. You can go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now. Follow the instructions to order.